WPHT, WPHT, HD, WOGL, HD3, Philadelphia. Always live on the free Odyssey app. From the Cherry Hill Volvo Studios, where relationships matter. Live and local from Philadelphia. Free speech lives here. Here. It's Kale and Company on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. And away we go, live on this Tuesday, December 5th. It is indeed Gale and Company right here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. We are always live on the free Odyssey app. And, of course, streaming live for your video viewing pleasure on YouTube as we head until 10 o'clock this morning. 855-839-1210, the phone number. Twitter and Instagram, the radio station at 1210 WPHT. I am at Nick Kale, K-A-Y-A-L. Dawn Stenzelin with the news. Greg Stocker, the chairman of the board. Anthony Dorenzo, Phil Almquist, the associate producers. We are absolutely loaded. Action-packed Tuesday. Dawn, good morning. How are you? Good morning. Doing great. Gregory, yeah, sir. Yeah, buddy. Another day. Another day, another dollar. Another day, another dollar in content paradise. Yeah. New theme I'm picking up on is when I tweet out the little tease in the evening once show prep concludes, mm. getting people saying, that's a lot. Are you going to be able to get through all of it? No. And we never do. No. But that's usually a good thing. Yeah, we never get through half of what we... Am I echoing? You sound good today. Okay. Yeah. I'm I sound good. Head. Dawn sounds good. Dawn, are you echoing? You might I'm be... not. I have no echo. No echo? Okay. You might be having my Monday issue now on the Tuesday. You know, like on a Tuesday, I just want to come in here one day and have everything work. Like my monitor's not working. Yeah. And I'm not blaming Phil and Anthony because it's right. not their fault. It's right. just there's stuff here that just doesn't. Yeah, it just gets reset. And I, know. I hate it. I know. Yesterday the cameras were not working or they were not set up properly. I think we should install like a ring doorbell cam and see who's hitting all the wrong buttons. It doesn't put stuff back the way it was. Yeah, I that agree. would be great. I haven't had a working monitor in a month. Let's Why didn't you tell airing, me that? Airing of the grievances. Anthony's written it up multiple times. And your 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 clock in there doesn't work. It nope. hasn't worked in nope a month. Clock. Careful how you say that. Clock mm-hmm. doesn't work. Every letter matters. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. It's gonna be one of them days, folks. Does your clock work? Yeah, most days. Yeah, but you know. Mm-hmm. All right. I what what we're gonna do is. <laughs> Put, put letters in a little uh, anonymous no. box. What we're going to do is I'm going to, uh, after the show today, uh, the many million things I have to do today, <laughs> 6.03 and I'm already yelling. Um, I will, we start at 6 a.m. I will write up everything that doesn't work at 6 a.m. when we get on the air. And yeah. I will say I need these addressed pronto. Dawn, this could be it for us. We should be shooting for the stars here. Make all of our requests. <laughs> be, Dawn needs a makeup person. <laughs> yeah, be, right. be high-end talent. Be a total pain in the butt for stalker. Right. What monitor doesn't work? Look. Those two. Yeah, yeah. Those over there. Over there. In Radio Land. Oh. As Meryl Reese would say, to Dawn's left. Oh, man. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. <laughs> well, I hope everybody uh, liked our pre-show meeting. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you thought the big take was the highlight of the day. Let's re-rack 603 to 604 there. Oh, we got some good stuff to get to today. Perhaps another Biden breakthrough. We shall see, courtesy of Mr. James Comer. What is amongst a list of things that are piling up 
What is the biggest concern for Joe Biden and Democrats? I've got about five or seven different things jotted down here. We'll get into that. We have a dead spin update. Uh oh. Parents about to uh, go down the legal path. Yeah. Very interesting. Trump follows DeSantis in one level of criticism. We'll get to that. Time has their finalists for the person of the year. Wait till you see these people. (laughs) So we'll get to that. The betting market, what it's telling us with Joe Biden and Donald Trump. Liz Cheney is in the news. Bud Light and Peyton Manning. And Army-Navy plays this weekend. And wait till you hear what some of these military parents have to deal with when it comes to migrants. By the way, let me just say this. I have not heard Liz Cheney's name mentioned as much in the last four or five years. That like she's been in she's been in Congress forever. I know mm-hmm. she's not now, but mm-hmm. she's been in Congress forever. Off the grid really, right? And 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 she, nobody heard a peep from her yeah. for years. Yeah. And all of a sudden, Rachel Maddow had had yeah. her on last night. She was on the Today show yesterday. Yeah. I'm like, what is happening? I know. It she's, is very odd, right? She, well, you know. Mm. Well. <laughs> They like what she's saying, so oh, they're like, course. "Come on in, Cheney. Yeah, come on in. I know we called your father Darth Vader, and yeah. he was the you know the second coming of uh, yeah. of, of Lucifer or whatever. Uh-huh. But uh, we have a special place for That's you right. right here. Welcome to the mainstream media rehabilitation clinic. Yeah, we'll get to that as we move along. But first, let's get to the news. Six oh five Tuesday morning for that. The great Don Stensland. Yes, and this morning, this Tuesday. Tuesday, I should say, Tuesday, December 5th, TikTok, we have a big change in the forecast, a cooler one at that. We are sponsored this morning for our first edition of Kale & Company News Live. We're sponsored by Joseph Anthony Retreat Spa and Salon. So the big story that continues as a developing story broke mid-morning yesterday that's making national news. One security guard dead, another wounded after a stabbing at the Macy's Department Store in Center City, in the shadow of City Hall, as you well know. So Philadelphia Police and as well as SEPTA Police, Transit Police, giving us some more details this morning. So Philadelphia Police say it all started with an attempted shoplifting. That happened mid-morning. They identified the individual as 30-year-old Tyrone Tunnel, who was attempting to steal several hats when he was stopped by a security guard. There was a confrontation at this point, and they let they let him go because they get he gives the items back. The problem here is that authorities say 15 minutes later that suspect identified as Tunnel he comes back to the Macy's, but this time with a with a knife. He's armed. He approaches the one security guard, then turns toward the other with that knife in his hand, and that's when police say he began to stab the guard. So one guard stabbed several times. The other guard trying to intervene and help him, and this scuffle tragically cost one of those guards his life. Yeah. You know, I don't want this to come off the wrong way because the blame is absolutely at the feet of guys like Larry Krasner and Big Blue Cities that don't prosecute and punish these criminals. We're seeing theft all throughout the country in big cities, but I just have to wonder today if if that security guard... If he just lets him leave with the hats, like some of these companies say, just take it, just go, it's not worth it. Like I sit here and I wonder what happens today. Like how, What shape is that guy in? Does that guy even come back with a knife? Probably not, but again, I don't want that to come off the wrong way. No, I think that you raise, you know, there, you raise a great point. The, the policy apparently 
is to say if they give it back and they'll just leave without a scuffle, right. let them go. The other issue, of course, is that these guards are are not armed. Right. Yep. And and he knew that. And so he he knew, you know, it's the old saying, don't bring a knife to a gunfight. Yeah. So I don't I I have to wonder if he knew that that armed that guard was an armed guard, would he have come back with the knife? Just curious, um, uh, Don. You, you you keep saying the word knife. I'm sure you mean the word gun, right? Because that's that's in Larry Krasner's world. That's the biggest problem this the city faces is guns, right? Mm. So, Don, I'm sure your reporting is not correct <laughs> that it's actually a gun that killed uh, this uh, this security guard and wounded yeah. others. I'm sure it's gun, not knife, right, Don? Mm, it was a knife. Yeah. Definitely a knife. No, Don. I'm, I think you need to read that again. I'm, Larry Krasner tells me it's always guns. Yeah, yeah. police. Here, yeah. let's read it. Police yeah. say the guard who was killed, a 30 year old man, he died after suffering stab wounds to his neck. Well, yeah. that can't be right. Yeah, just imagine living in a world yeah. where you have to say, as a security guard, you know what? I'm here for a job, but I can't do my job, and uh, in fear of being the one who touches you, just just take the hats because I don't want to be stabbed. That's the world we live mm-hmm. in. Take your fitted hat and go. Now, they're not identifying the guards. The 30-year-old who, who died, we don't know his identity, has not yet been confirmed. The other guard is a 23-year-old man who was stabbed in his face and his arm, and he is hospitalized this morning in stable condition and expected to survive these stab wounds, albeit a, a, quite a recovery process, as you can imagine. But uh, this is, according to, you know, Macy's authorities there and, and, and those who know the guards, they said it's just heartbreaking, heartbreaking for the families to have to go through all of this as these guards, especially the 30-year-old guard, has been employed by the store for several years, it looks like three to five years. And so they, they this was a beloved member of their, you know, their team. Everybody knew him, has a family, and they're trying to notify other family members. This remains under investigation. Did this guy have a rap sheet? I'm just curious. There are, well, if you know some of our dear friends, <laughs> uh, I'm not naming my sources, but we we have some of our friends here who were putting that out on social mm. media, actually had the rap sheet. Ah, mm. interesting. Yeah. Repeat offender. Repeat offender. Okay. Perhaps career criminal. Ah, no. That, yeah. can't be, that can't be right next. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. You guys are both mistaken. <clears throat> I'm just going to be quiet. I'm Allegedly. wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, let's take you to Montgomery County, to the suburbs. This is a Pennsylvania doctor accused of making an anti-Semitic threat and then, and then setting fire to a home connected to her ex-boyfriend. So at this point, according to authorities, they say 35-year-old Dr. Amy Cohen, who's a resident of Forest Avenue in Narberth, is now facing a host of charges, including attempted murder, arson, ethnic intimidation, etc., Lower Marion Township police say ultimately this investigation started with some threatening flyers that were found at the home in the Marion section of the township and that they were anti-Semitic in nature. However, the investigation turned to something much more personal, some kind of a love triangle. The home belongs to the grandmother of Dr. Cohen's ex-boyfriend's new girlfriend. One more. Got that? Ex-boyfriend. Wow, my head just exploded. So the... Grandma is the grandma of a young lady who is now dating a man who was Dr. Cohen's ex-boyfriend. Got it. it all that makes, makes sense. It all makes sense now, yes. 
So something that appeared to be just, um, you know, a random act of anti-Semitism, which is horrifying, obviously, but all of these individuals are apparently Jewish. The the issue was this was a love triangle, an angry woman, etc. And so kudos to Lower Marion PD and, oh, yeah. and the Montgomery County authorities who figured this out, and they say, and so as a result, they say it was a, a jilted woman. The boyfriend broke up with her. And she was actually trying to attack the new girlfriend, but ultimately perhaps didn't realize the new girlfriend lives with a 99-year-old grandma. <laughs> I know. What a time to be alive. I know, right? <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> Tell your granddaughter to get her own place. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, my. So in, in all seriousness, seriousness the uh, Cohen was arraigned and is being held on a $5 million cash bail. So Thankfully here, I, we don't have, you know, nobody was hurt, thank God. So yeah. that the police did a great job in stopping this whole thing, preventing anybody from being hurt, investigating, and ultimately they say they have the suspect behind bars. By the way, we speaking of a suspect behind bars, where's Gino Hagen-Cotter? He's the five-foot-tall inmate at Riverside Correctional Facility, who fled, you know, during the work detail while mm-hmm. trimming some trees last week. Yeah. The reward now ha- has been raised to at least $2,000. Mm-hmm. He's a not, considered nonviolent. However, we still don't know where Gino is. He's a five-foot-tall klepto. He's a five-foot-tall, yeah, suspect. Yeah. He's like one of the lollipop kids. <laughs> just running Stop. around Philadelphia right now. That's not nice. But, uh, yeah, so he does have a notable tattoo with, like, a rose and an arrow through it, and it says, Love Hurts. Mm-hmm. So they're putting out the tattoo can, word. Can confirm. So <clears throat> there's that going on. Mm. And we also have 76ers, Kelly Oubre, speaking out for the first time since his injury from that center city hit and run. Well, that story just really just <laughs> vanished, didn't it? Until you just brought it up. <laughs> Isn't that remarkable? Anybody come forward yet and say they hit him? Yeah. No. no. Okay. That story disappeared like the Eagles' defense on Sunday against the 49ers just vanished. Back burner. They hired a linebacker. I saw, saw that. that. Yes. So one down. Yeah, got one. Go. Got the, got, they've got the uh, sticky notes, mm-hmm. you know, yep. so they can take that off their fridge. They get, got one linebacker. That's right. So. It's like me with my list at Giants. Right? Scratch that one off. We got that <laughs> item. So uh, Ubre declined to answer, even though he was speaking out for the first time and he's recovering he declined to answer any specific questions about exactly what happened, uh-huh. saying that he has spoken with police. The incident remains under active investigation. Yes, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with what uh, Mark Fusetti reported for us live on the air, as he gave me that text a few weeks ago. I think I think he got into a fight on some sort of street and he got beat up. That's that's my uh, just alleged guess, my educated opinion. Mm-hmm. Well, he's not saying what happened when he, well, he, he has said he was a victim of a hit and run at Spruce and Hicks Street, and that was November 11th. Yep. But there are a lot of people agreeing with you. I don't know if you guys want to put up a poll. Mm. And, and, <laughs> and Mark, <laughs> there are others who just think he fell off his bike and is embarrassed. Oh, wow. Just no. fell. <laughs> no, I think, I, I don't want to allege anything yeah. because that's not, you know, what we do. Well, it is what yeah. we do here, actually. <laughs> I speculate for four hours a day. But what what was the area he was in, uh, Don? The area yeah. which has yeah. <clears throat> a lot of cameras in that area yeah. is Spruce and Hicks. Yeah, yeah. What, what What's the, um, exactly where is that in, in injunction, like, in injunction to the city? Like, where is that? Is that, uh, does that have a name? 
Okay. Isn't it over by Chinatown? Uh, Where's Bruce and Hicks? I don't or, know. You might be right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he's just getting accustomed to the area for when the new arena goes up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, people, maybe that was what it was. Yeah. Read between the lines, people. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll continue to follow that, but there's no comment. Uh, tomorrow, he will be back. He will be playing, albeit not speaking out about this, but he will be back. He's expected to play, I should say, in tomorrow's game against the Washington Wizards. So we have that going on. But he's okay, thankfully, and he's mm, yeah. making a great recovery. Good to know. Well, maybe he needs a spa day at Joseph Anthony Retreat Spa and Salon. I think Greg Stocker needs one because none of his clocks and whatnot are working. Yeah. So, <laughs> I need a spa day. Yeah. So if you need a spa day or your <laughs> clock isn't working, Joseph Anthony Retreat Spa and Salon, seriously, yeah. they're wonderful. Yeah, get, get your favorite brand manager. Yeah. A nice gift card. A yeah. gift card, please. Thank the you. secret to finishing your right. holiday shopping. Right. And your favorite hosts. <laughs> <laughs> With three locations, Glen Mills, Springfield, Center City, Lowe's Hotel. You can visit in person or always go online. JosephAnthony.com, where gift cards are always available. JosephAnthony.com. So it's it's a little bit chilly if you uh, notice. It's like 36 degrees right now. We are only getting up to 47 degrees today. So much cooler today. As I told you, we're midweek. It's cooler and seasonable. It is December 5th after all. However, later this week, we're in for a big warm-up. We'll talk about that. Moving forward, this is Kaling Company News Live. All right, Don, thank you very much. 617 on this Tuesday morning as we get ready for another Big Take. The Big Take on Kaling Company. All right, the big take this morning, a Biden breakthrough. You know, for many months now, the Republican-controlled House of Representatives have been following the facts and trying to uncover all of the shady business dealings between Hunter Biden, Joe Biden, the Biden family, and overseas business ventures with foreign and corrupt nations. And so far, the evidence has been legit, even if it's coming in slow and small batches. But yesterday... The House Oversight Committee, led by Kentucky James Comer, unveiled further evidence that contradicts what Joe Biden has claimed many times. You're here because you got nothing. You got nothing in court. You don't got the bookkeeper. You got nothing. Nothing. And if you were a man, you would have done it now. You don't got a thing, you punk. Well, actually, they do. Take a listen to James Comer as he released this video yesterday to the American public. President Joe Biden claimed there was an absolute wall between his official government duties and his family's influence peddling schemes. This was a lie. President Joe Biden claimed his family didn't receive money from China. This was a lie. President Joe Biden claimed he never spoke to his son, Hunter Biden, about the Biden's family's shady business dealings. This was a lie. Now, Hunter Biden's legal team and the White House's media allies claim Hunter's corporate entities never made payments directly to Joe Biden. We can officially add this latest talking point to the list of lies. Today, the House Oversight Committee is releasing subpoenaed bank records that show Hunter Biden's business entity, a Wasco PC, made direct monthly payments to Joe Biden. This wasn't a payment from Hunter Biden's personal account but an account for his corporation that received payments from China and other shady corners of the world. At this moment, Hunter Biden is under an investigation by the Department of Justice for using a Wasco PC for tax evasion and other serious crimes. And based on whistleblower testimony, we know the Justice Department made a concerted effort to prevent investigators from asking questions about Joe Biden. I wonder why. The more we learn, 
It appears the Justice Department was trying to cover up for the Bidens until brave IRS whistleblowers came forward and a federal judge rejected the sweetheart plea deal. Payments from Hunter's business entity to Joe Biden are now part of a pattern revealing Joe Biden knew about, participated in, and benefited from his family's influence peddling schemes. When Joe Biden was vice president, he spoke by phone, attended dinners, and had coffee with his son's foreign business associates. He allowed his son to catch a ride on Air Force Two at least a dozen times to sell the Biden brand around the world. Hunter Biden requested office keys to be made for his office mate, Joe Biden, in space he planned to share with a Chinese energy company. We've revealed how Joe Biden received checks from his family that were funded by the Biden's influence peddling schemes with China, no less. The House Oversight Committee continues to investigate Joe Biden's involvement in his family's domestic and international business schemes at a rapid pace. We will continue to uncover the facts and provide transparency about the findings of our investigation. President Biden and his family must be held accountable for this blatant corruption. The American people expect no less. Hunter Biden and income tax evasion. So he's basically Al Capone. Remember, that's what Capone went away for. And if you're watching on YouTube, the boys in the back will put up the graphic, which is a picture of the check that Comer was referring to. And you can see the check belonging to Joseph R. Biden with the banking details such as account numbers and routing numbers blurred out for privacy purposes. So let's think about this for a moment, shall we? I'm not sure how you men and women operate, but I would never and have never asked my children to open up multiple businesses with shady nations, then proceeded to create two dozen shell companies that have been flagged by Citizens Bank or Wells Fargo, raising concerns over exactly what Mr. Kale is up to and raising concerns over potential money laundering, then taken 17 different meetings with my daughter's business partners, chatted on the phone 20 plus times, CCing them on a slew of emails with burner devices purchased at a pharmacy and then going on to receive direct payments from said company after denying doing so. If it walks like a duck and it sounds like a duck, it probably is a duck, right? And here are some of the revelations that the House Oversight Committee uncovered. Hunter Biden set up monthly payments to Joe Biden from an account for a business of his that received payments from China, that according to James Comer. Comer on Monday released subpoenaed bank records that show Hunter Biden's business entity, Owasco PC, made, quote, direct monthly payments to Joe Biden. The payments, according to the bank document, were set up to occur on a monthly basis and totaled $1,380 each month. So a logical question to ask would be, what was that $1,400 a month for? Is that Joe's Corvette payment? Does that cover his monthly ice cream expense? We know Biden inflation has impacted the cost of dairy substantially. Some further details. Comer in September had subpoenaed personal and business bank records belonging to Hunter Biden and James Biden as part of the panel's investigation into the Biden family foreign business dealings and whether President Biden benefited from those ventures. A source familiar with the investigation told Fox that Owasco PC sent payments at least three times to Joe Biden's personal account. Now, those payments occurred on September 17th, October 15th, and November 15th of 2018, three consecutive monthly installments. Fox also reported last week that a bank investigator raised concerns 
about Hunter Biden's receipt of a $5 million wire transfer from a Chinese company in August of 2018 to his bank account. Hunter Biden then transferred, and here's where you have to follow the math and think back down the road here for a moment, and you'll see all the dots have actually been connected. Hunter Biden then transferred $400,000 to his Owasco PC account. Funds were then transferred to a business account belonging to James Biden and later transferred to a personal account belonging to James Biden and Sarah Biden. Comer claims they used those funds to then cut a check to Joe Biden for $40,000. That check was labeled as a loan repayment. So I want you to do some quick math here with me on the fly. $400,000 down to $40,000. Why, wait a minute. That's 10%. 10% for the big guy? Boom. Per the New York Post, the evidence emerged as House Republicans prepare to question first brother James Biden tomorrow and Hunter Biden next week about the president's role in his family's dealings in countries such as China and Ukraine, with a possible floor vote to authorize the ongoing impeachment inquiry this month. Now, look, let's be real. Joe's not getting impeached. He's never going to jail. But timing is everything, folks. And patience is a virtue. Miranda Devine, journalist for the New York Post, tweeted the following yesterday. James Comer and GOP Oversight are doing excellent work following the money. The laptop gave tantalizing clues that Joe was personally profiting, including having Hunter pay bills for maintenance and upkeep of his Delaware estate. The laptop. The infamous laptop. Wouldn't it be the ultimate irony that the laptop from hell that was suppressed and hidden in 2020, presumably helping Joe Biden to victory, ultimately comes to light and back to bite him in the butt in 2024, that would be poetic justice. And that's the big take. The big take on Kale and Company. Big take this morning. If you would like to jump in, 855-839-1210, the phone number, at 1210WPHT on social media. And, of course, you can be a part of the show on YouTube. If you just go to YouTube.com slash at 1210WPHT, hit the like and subscribe buttons and be a part of the Kale and Company comment community today. Come back and get some thoughts and reactions to yesterday's revelation. And also, what is the biggest issue in concern for Democrats and Joe Biden moving forward? We'll discuss that as we continue. It is a Tuesday morning on Kale & Company on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. You've heard me talk about what a crock and their delicious ready-made meals before. So if you're a busy parent like me or you're just plain busy and you want some easy meals but delicious, hearty, healthy, you're going to love what a crock. So I put a meal in my slow cooker in the morning, run around all day, and when we come home for dinner, it's waiting, simmering, smells so good. Unlike most meal kit companies, and this is a big deal, there is zero prep required and the cleanup's a breeze. It's literally as simple as dropping a meal into your slow cooker and boom, dinner is done. Whatacrock.com has a huge menu of more than 50 meals to try, from the classics like the old-fashioned pot roast and chicken alfredo to some of the new favorites like the stuffed chicken parm meatballs and honey garlic chicken with veggies. So good. No subscription, no commitment required, and just order. And you order exactly what you want, whenever you want it. Make sure you use promo code WPHT at checkout. Get $10 off at whatacrock.com. WPHT is your code for $10 off 
You're going to love what a crock. You got to try it. It's such a lifesaver, and the dinners are really, really good. Order now. Whatacrock.com. Tell them Dawn sent you. It's Kale and Company On Demand from Talk Radio 1210 WPHT and the free Odyssey app. Tuesday morning. Hopefully all of you off to a great start as we get your workday rolling here on this December 5th. Nick, Don, and Greg. Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Get us on the free Odyssey app. You can always watch us live on YouTube. Pets are welcomed as well. Throw them up on the kitchen table. Let them watch from the laptop. We're always down for that. Shout out to all the cats and dogs watching the show as well. 855-839-1210, the number. At 1210WPHT on social media, Twitter, and Instagram. So uh, another revelation yesterday, although I would say this, maybe the biggest revelation is the fact that when you listen to James Comer um, and you hear the way he speaks and delivers his message, if he was like on marijuana, he actually would sound like Bill Clinton. You ever notice that he's got the, he's just got that little twang to his delivery, Mister Mister Kentucky James Comer. But no, in all seriousness, um, I I don't expect, and I think ninety nine point nine nine percent of us uh, in this audience don't expect Joe Biden to ever be impeached. We don't expect Joe Biden to ever do a day in jail. Uh, we probably don't expect Hunter Biden to ever do a day in jail. But it really would be the most ironic thing of all time if what we were not privy to in 2020 uh, when the New York Post and Miranda Devine had that Hunter Biden laptop story leading into the election that fall, if the contents of that laptop an election cycle later come back to be what does Joe Biden in from an election standpoint. So again, like, and, and I would sign up with that. I, right now, I'd take that and I'd run for the hills. If you told me no jail time for Joe, no impeachment for Joe, but it will cost him re-election in 2024. I think we would all raise our hand and say, all right, count me in. Good enough for us. Um, so just want to get some thoughts and reaction to that because I just did the math yesterday. And as I was reading this story, Dawn, I'm sitting there. I'm like, all right, $1,380. You know, I wish that was my rent payment. Too bad it's not. Um, and I'm adding it up. And I'm like, all right, there's a couple grand here, a couple grand there. Doesn't do much for me in the grand scheme of things. But then when you start thinking about $5 million from China, 400000 to James, 10% of that to Joe. And I'll never forget, that's going to be one of those phrases we're going to remember for the rest of our lives. 10% for the big guy, and 10% of four hundred grand is forty. You, you, you start connecting all the dots here. It's just like, all right, we're, we're making progress here. And I think Comer said something to the effect, by the middle of next year, they hope to have an impeachment. And I'm thinking... The middle of net, and I get it, it's a slow, arduous process, but the middle of next year leaves us just a few months away from the election. In, in many regards, I would tell James Comer, I'm like, I get it, this is difficult. There's a lot of paperwork, a lot of records to go through, but speed it up a little bit, you know? Because in, in theory, Joe, Joe could be out of office by the time you actually have the smoking gun and connect all the dots. So I thought yesterday was just another little step. Uh, in what many of us believe is a shady business operation with the family. Yeah, and I think the point to the to any kind of an impeachment hearing, if they really are going to continue on looking at the evidence and using the power of the subpoena to look through all of these financial records, mm-hmm. then I think it's it becomes you know Forrest Gump's box of chocolates. You'll you never know what you're going to get never during know. a presidential mm-hmm. impeachment. That's right. You know, at one point if I you know think about Clinton. What what they discovered was actually back in the day it was a young lady college age intern. Right. That's that's what that 
probe turned up. Right. And now on this one, goodness knows what it would turn up. So I think, I think the point is is that they have enough to mm-hmm. say we want to move, we want to proceed. Mm-hmm. I just hope, I really do hope that they keep it w- within a court like official proceeding. Don't make it a circus, is what you're saying. Don't make it a circus. And right. you, you mentioned Liz Cheney earlier. <laughs> that whole thing with Trump and at this with with the with the with all of those so-called you know January six or or the impeachment. Take your pick mm-hmm. of whatever happened previously. It was always a circus. It was always a hey, it's showtime. Get your popcorn. Yeah, I don't want that. Right. And I think, to me personally, the American people are weary of this. And ultimately, I think. That if you have Joe Biden looking crooked and then you have half the country thinking Trump looks crooked, I think that ultimately makes the American people say, you know what, let's just wash our hands of this. Let's start fresh. It becomes a push, right? Yep. All things are equal. Both sides have some whatever on there, some baggage, whatever. Let's get down to really ultimately what truly matters, and that's who can run the country for the everyday person more effectively. Yeah, because if it's a circus, then it starts to look... You know, they they really are making it look like it's an it's a non-serious process mm-hmm. and that it's all partisan politics. And I think the worst thing that can happen is when people start thinking that the House controlled or the GOP controlled House, their whole focus is on this, you know, circus with Biden. And then people start saying, well, what are we actually doing about the border and what are we actually doing about this and the things that really matter to the everyday person, the border, the economy, crime inflation so forth and so on so yeah i think you're right now here's why i want to ask this question because we had the news yesterday with the bidens with uh, james comer we also had a story from reuters about democrats and the headline of this story is democrats have no biden backup plan for 2024 we also have a story from the new york post titled why black latino and asian voters are leaving democratic party so i want to ask this question to our audience what is the biggest concern for Biden and the Dems right now? So you have no backup plan for Joe. That's number one. You have a black, Latino, and Asian community that are bailing on Joe and the Democrats. Is it number three, his health? Is it number four, the business connection, the shady dealings, the laptop with Hunter? Is it number five, his historical low approval rating? Remember, we gave you the numbers yesterday that through 1,045 days of their first term, no president had a lower net favorability or approval rating in the history of American politics. For every one of us alive, going back to Truman and Eisenhower, nobody has ever been lower than Joe Biden. And that includes Jimmy Carter at negative 16.6. And then, of course, the story that we have now been talking about for just about eight weeks That is the war in the Middle East with Israel and Hamas. Those are six different categories right there alone that, and I didn't even throw in the economy and some of the other sub-branches and subtopics, so to speak. But you you talk about no backup plan, losing minorities, the business connections with Hunter, the health, the low approval ratings, and the war in the Middle East. What is the biggest concern for Biden and the Dems right now? Because truth be told, I mean, you can, the easy cop-out answer is all of the above, but I don't have one distinct answer. I can't sit there and tell you today that there is one more than the other that is going to be the reason that costs Joe Biden the election, or as I'm kind of positioning it now, what is his biggest concern? Are you 
Because it's, it's, it's every there's, there's a bazillion issues for this guy. Are you asking what's going to cause Democrat voters to stay home? Well, we're not we can, for him. We can add that. We can throw that question into the wrinkle as well. Because like, I, what is the big? If you're, if you are, let's say you're the Axelrod of the Biden administration right now. If Axelrod was advising them and sitting behind closed doors, and he says this right here, Biden administration, this is your biggest issue. It's it's his age and his cognitive issues. All right, so you're going health. Yeah, but here's for here's, Democrats at 100 and and okay. independent voters 100. percent Okay. But here's the thing, because, you know, we, we always want to flip around and look at whatever, what, all of the program that's happening. So last night, I yep. happened to turn on Caitlin Collins and what's his face, you know, the, the CNN and MSNBC, all of those. Mm-hmm. When you turn and you watch that counter programming, and then you turn and you watch Fox. World of difference, right? Right? It's as if it's a different planet. Mm-hmm. And so when you see Caitlin Collins and, um, you know, and the crew at CNN there with their, as you said, their pouty, pouty resting faces, I was, mm-hmm. I was like, I don't even know if I could frown that far down on my face. I know. And they are, it's all about Trump. Mm-hmm. He is so evil. Right. He is taking us to, I mean, they are, they are serious individuals. They are Anderson Cooper. I mean. Their faces are like OMG. Mm-hmm. Every every day is doom and gloom. Oh, if Trump gets reelected, democracy dies. The whole yes, day. yeah. I mean, you mentioned you know the Darth Vader. It, mm-hmm. it literally is like a Star Wars episode. Yeah, where you would think this is the Death Star coming to America. They all have the same scowl on their face. Yeah, from, from Dana Bash to Abby Phillip, no S on the end. Remember that, folks. Uh, to Caitlin Collins, every single one of them. To your point. It's the same. It's the same blank, expressionless look on their face, like they're getting ready to attend a funeral. Yep. I mean, you want to talk about fake news and political theater and drama? I mean these these are these are poli- these are drama majors from college. I don't even know that they're journalists. They're just selling you on the you know what you're talking about, as opposed to looking at the reality we're all living right yeah. now under their guy. I mean, at one point, Anderson Cooper says to Caitlin Collins, "I guess she's from uh, the South." Mm-hmm. You know, as you've said, or she's a Alabama fan or whatever. Yeah, Alabama grad. So he says, so are, are his people, I mean, literally as if we are uh, like the, the, I don't know, island people on an island far, far away. Mm-hmm. And they're talking about us, yep. right? Right. Are, are Trump's people, are they really, they really be- believe uh, what, what, what he says? Mm-hmm. They're, they're enthusiastic or they're pretend. And she says, oh no, they, they believe. Mm-hmm. I mean, this was a, a conversation on live television. I'm like, oh my goodness. I know, I know. So it's all about Trump, Trump, Trump. That he, they're preparing that he's the one, that he's the candidate because he's so far ahead, and the, and he is Darth Vader. He is so he is the axis of evil. Yep. They don't even bring up Biden. No, I they know. they just talk about evil, evil, evil. Trump, Trump, Trump is the devil. And and look, I mean, they should cover more of Joe. Well, I I agree for well, with a thousand percent. Well, that's the game plan because nobody actually in 2020 nobody actually voted for Joe Biden. They voted against Trump. Yep. So that's the game plan. They just figure it's going to be a repeat of that, and people are just they're going to scare the living, mm-hmm. you know, what out of people. Yeah. 
about Trump, and people are just be like, well, I can't vote for that guy. I guess right. the, the senile old guy is the guy I'm going to go with. Yep. All right. Give me Joe for four more is what exactly. they're going to do. Exactly. Uh, the reason I bring up the health as one of the biggest concerns, as I mentioned, was Reuters had an article titled, Democrats have no backup plan for Biden in 2024. And this comes after the debate last week in which Gavin Newsom said he will not be the option in 2024. And Reuters, uh, I'm reading directly from their latest column, spoke to multiple current and former officials who, while making clear they want Biden to succeed, acknowledge the party could face upheaval should the oldest president in U.S. history encounter a health issue or step aside for other reasons during a White House contest. Biden's running mate, Vice President Kamala Harris, who has her own popularity problems, that's one way to put it, would not automatically replace him as the top candidate if he stepped aside. She would benefit from their joint campaign infrastructure if she ran for president in his absence, but other Democrats would likely swoop into the race as well quote there is no plan b if he were suddenly not to run everyone you know would run the vp scares no one end quote a senior democrat told reuters so if gavin is being honest like he said last week and he's not running and i don't believe that um and kamala is obviously a no-go then maybe they don't have a plan B, and that story is correct. And then also, the New York Post with a column on why black, Latino, and Asian voters are leaving the Democratic Party, and they highlight a few people from each of those categories I just mentioned, and one is about a at then at then a college student in 2016 who voted Trump, decided to vote Biden in 20, and now will go back to Trump in 2024 as a 28-year-old now in White Plains, New York. So kind of interesting. You know, we talk about there's this new concept called double disapprovers who are out on Joe and Trump. I'm wondering out there in the world today, in the United States, how many people were Trump in 16, went Biden in 20, that would actually go back to Trump in 2024? Could very well be an impactful thing to think about as we get ready for the election. All right, 855-839-1210. We will come back. An update on the way with Deadspin. Apologize and retract or face lawyers. That's your option. We'll give you all the details and what the parents are saying about the Chiefs fan that was smeared a racist, a nine-year-old boy by Karan J. Phillips, better known in many circles as Karen Phillips. We'll continue after this. Kale and Company, Talk Radio 1210, WPHD. Oh, it's a cold but beautiful morning here in Philadelphia as we watch the sun rise over a parking garage. But you know what I'm imagining? I'm picturing that I'm sipping a beautiful glass of Italian red wine from my hotel balcony, savoring the sunset beyond the Isle of Capri. That's right, the Amalfi Coast. This is what I'm dreaming of. Positano, Sorrento, and yes, Capri. I hope you join me. Next spring, we're going to discover the wonderful sights in southern Italy with our friends from Conservative Tours, and nobody does it better than Conservative Tours. The Abbey of Monte Cassino, Pompeii, enough time to see all the great sights in Rome as well, all while enjoying a gastronomical event for 12 days of touring. Olive oil production, a mozzarella farm, and yeah, you know it, the wineries. Can't wait for the highlight The tasting sessions, the group dining events they're known for are legendary. Just ask my friends Dom and his wife, Ro Giordano, 5267 
That includes nonstop airfare while supplies last. You can call toll-free 888-733-9494. Just go to conservativetours.com, and they have that toll-free number on the site as well. But conservativetours.com, scroll down. You'll see my picture there. You'll see that, yes, my husband, Larry Menti, our teen sons, Michael and David, they're going too. But check out the itinerary. I hope I hope you do this because you're going you're gonna to be left out. You're going to regret it. I just can't wait for it. We're going to discover together why so many Italians take their vacations in Puglia. So picturesque, unspoiled, it's known as Italy's best-kept secret, those charming villages, authentically Italian. ConservativeTours.com. Tell them Dawn sent you. This is the Kale & Company Podcast from Talk Radio 1210 WPHT and on the free Odyssey app. Nick Dawn and Greg, Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. So as we wrap up the 6 o'clock hour, uh, I thought it was a pretty much a formality from the day this story broke that this would be the uh, call to action. So the update being uh, the parents of the nine-year-old Chiefs fan has now threatened to sue Deadspin over the blackface claim. Uh, if you recall, last week we talked a lot about this story. This kid at the Chiefs Raiders game had half of his face painted black. Half of it painted red. You can see it on YouTube right now, a uh, trio of pictures, and one of which is the dad and the kid on Jesse Waters' primetime on Fox News last week. Uh, so here is the quick update. The family of a nine-year-old Kansas City Chiefs fan from uh, whom Deadspin accused of being racist for wearing a Native American headdress and painting his face half black and red, threatening to sue the publisher and the reporter. Holden Armenta's parents, Shannon and Raul, have hired... Claire Locke LLP to demand that the sports news site and senior writer Karan Phillips issue a retraction for his story headlined, the NFL needs to speak out against the Kansas City Chiefs fan in blackface and native headdress. They also threatened further legal action against the reporter, Deadspin publisher, uh, Geo Media and Great Hill Partners in a letter obtained by News Nation, quote, from the lawyers. The letter reads, these articles... Posts on X and photos about Holden and his parents must be retracted immediately. Quote, it is not enough to quietly remove a tweet from X or disable the article from Deadspin's website. You must publish your retractions and issue an apology to my clients with the same prominence and fanfare with which you defamed them. So the defamation lawsuit looks like it's on its way without a retraction and an apology. Uh, there's your update on the Kansas City Chiefs fan from Deadspin. All right, we'll come back. We'll kick off hour number two next. Don will have some news. And Donald Trump follows suit along with Ron DeSantis. The details and what that means next on Kale & Company on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Start your day with Kale and Company, weekday mornings 6 till 10, on Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, and the free Odyssey app.